Recorded live.
Hello. Hello, Dara. It's Kevin Davis. How are you? Oh, my goodness. I'm so good. How are you, sir? Awesome. Well, hey, great to chat. It's been way too long. I know. How long, how long has it been? Uh, well, our last recorded discussion was about Blameless in 2014. So that's like going on three years. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. What the heck? So anyway, awesome to hear new music from you. I've been blessed by Ashes all day and uh, have been sent the the track, kind of what you already wrote about it. Um, you know, and your heart is just so in line with kind of my heart with these devotionals that it's sort of already half written. <laughs> so really what I want to get from you is um, just some extra stuff. Uh, you, know, you know, in some ways, um, what does this mean, uh, you know, relative to what do we expect next from you and all that? But yeah, if you don't mind in starting in the official part of our discussion, telling me a little bit about the songwriting process uh, and story uh, of writing this song. I would love to share it with people. Yes, absolutely. Um, so long story short, I, for the last about two years, have, well, one, been intentional to take, not take a break at all, but, like, really take my time. Um, mm. I think I think that in just the generation that we live in, especially like for millennials, everything is no saturation time, you know, mm-hmm. like somebody comes out with music or a single or a CD and it could take them, you know, however many years to create it. And then you need to be creating something new. And I totally get it. I totally get the system. I understand it. We want to work with those things and be a blessing to people. But for me personally, I, I'm i not going to put myself on those timelines, even though I understand them, because I, I want it to be right. I want it to have a purpose, not just release mm. something. That I mean, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so um, it's just been a process and uh, pastoring and learning how to be married and, um, you know, just doing music and ministry still uh and so thankful but the the point of kind of the season has been to really um focus on a worship record mm. so we released blameless um intentionally kind of with the vision to lay foundation of saying you know if you see this live music video uh, then we're going to take this night and this experience in music and message out on the road and that that is the ultimate goal um to then, you know, have that single crossover from just CCM music to more corporate worship um, and then make sense uh, as we're starting to release worship singles that would be on um, a project, you know, leading up in the future as we're releasing these singles. But we really want to lay that foundation for the church and really make that bridge um, all of those things kind of hold hands and make make sure they make sense so people know like where we're headed. Uh, so we're really excited about that. So, um, you know, a little bit of behind the scenes, um, we're wanting to take this music and message on the road and, and tour an evening probably called a family night. Um, cool. and, and, you know, it would be our dream scenario where, uh, my husband's able to share and where we're able to take like our best friends in ministry and 
you know, do have a music experience um, and also just really see life change happen on the road. Um, and so we, we are working on putting that together um, as, as we're working on different singles. And, you know, uh, again, this is totally behind the scenes, but um, probably a next single or two that would be released is a song called Forever Family. And so all of this, the heartbeat of this really goes to get, goes together, but um, Ashes just needed to be first because, mm. because of the, the timing and also because of the, the sim, how symbolic it is for me personally. I just, I think for people, especially dreams have just really, you know, you, you can just get disheartened, you can get disillusioned, you can get disappointed. And I think all of those things are a telltale sign of what you've been putting your hope in. But regardless, God is really brilliant at bringing his dreams for you back to life. You know what I mean? So I think that that identifies with everyone. It definitely identifies with me. And so I was just really excited about it. That's awesome. And I see you had some co-writers. I know Travis Ryan's name. Um, I don't know. Brandon Brandon Collins, Jordan Merritt. Yeah. So Brandon Collins is Travis's brother. Okay. And um, Jordan is a friend of theirs that actually I've never met. Um, So, and I apologize just a circle back, I just realized I did not answer your question at all, and I normally don't do that. So. It's, all, it's all good. By the way, I'm actually glad you told me all that, because of course we'd love to book you at the church, so we, we will have to do that. Well, bring it on. We would love it. Yeah. Yeah, so... But yeah, yeah, um, and getting together with those guys, um, you know, I'd yes. love to... I would love to hear the mechanics of, you know, you bring this idea, and then how it comes to life, you know? I always think that's a cool... Yeah. Well, well, what's interesting about this song is um, this was, I think, one of my last co-writes from a crazy week of I normally do like two or three a days of co-writing and Mm -hmm. I love to do it that way. So whenever I'm in Nashville, like I want to work, you know, Um, and uh, and I was there writing for the worship project that we've been working on for the last couple of years. So this was the last round of writing. And I went to Travis's house. Brandon was there. I love these guys. We've written some other songs that I'm really excited about together. Um, and when I walked in, they had they had this concept called Ashes. And um, he was like, I don't know where this came from. This is totally like a steamy song. He was like, but I just, this is on my heart. And when I walked in and he explained it to me, it was pretty much just like a launching pad and, you know, the Lord really dropped chorus and bridge uh, stuff on us. And he, he had the concept, the original concept that I thought I had never really heard talking, talking about victory over death, resurrection. I mean, yes, I heard all of those things, but, but the concept that was in his heart, I just felt like was really right for, for this season and really could minister to so many people um, and was so perfect with, you know, Easter and Resurrection Day coming up, and God's just brilliant like that. Um, yeah. So we got to run with it together, um, and then Jordan, uh, their friend, had actually 
worked on some of the song. Um, he heard what we had done that day, and the Lord literally like just dropped some gorgeous uh, concept and lyrics in his heart for the verses. And so I have never done a co-write like that where I haven't mm. met one of the contributors because I don't really roll that way. I, I feel like a very high responsibility for anything that I put my name, you know, associate my name with. Um, so, you know, Travis said, would you be open to hearing what my friend after hearing our song, like what the Lord put on his heart? And I said, yeah, of course. And I listened to it and I was pretty blown away and really felt like it was, it was right. So we were really excited to add him on the co-write. Well, it's, it, it all flows perfectly. Like oh. I, I'm hearing, you know, obviously I'm hearing those Bible verses expressed in a creative, uh, in a you know, fresh way, you know, yep. the first line of the, of the song you know, let's sing of the story of sorrow and glory. Like one of the things I love about, um, so me rewinding slightly and then I'll bring us back to here. Uh, um, this is almost like a continuation of our conversation about blameless. Like I actually pulled that up and I see it's still one of the first three things listed on your, on DarrenMcLean.com. So I'm like, huh, our last discussion is still up there. Um, it's because you're the bomb.com. What's that? On your website, yeah. When you go to under, under updates, you see behind the fun playlist, and that's it's, you and me talking. It's because you're the bomb.com. That's what I was saying. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Um, so what's cool though is that was number 577 for me. I'm actually up to 809 of these. Wow. And and you've done you and I have done seven together, which is awesome. That's like God's special number, which is neat. Um, but yeah, let's think of the story of Sorrow and Glory. So one of the things that I've been really in tune with is this idea of singing a new song unto the Lord. And I totally know you're a worshiper. Like, you know, however people have looked at your first two full-length records, you know, there's worship all throughout them. And as you know, I've written glowing reviews of both of them and yeah. have been waiting somewhat impatiently for new music from you. Um, and what I've been waiting to hear is your um, passion. And I hear it again. And, and I love that you said you took a break. And, and in our today's fast-paced society, people are not doing enough of that because that's when the Lord really does speak to you because the Lord will come find you in those moments. And, impress things on your heart that then pour out and then that's basically like offering a sweet aroma of praise back to him so there is a you know to me it's a it's a a fresh new testament proclamation of the resurrection um and when i heard verse two um you know he awoke and the stone rolled away now we cry it is finished you know, obviously verse one ending with that verse ending with uh, him dying on the cross and crying it was finished. And then we cry it is finished. I thought that was like a really neat way to talk about our participation uh, and our response at Easter. Um, and then, you know, I've got 
the verses to, to talk about, um, and I think those are awesome. And I love that the bridge is what we'll be singing for eternity uh, from Revelation. And what I wanted to um, also tell people uh, in, in us talking is, is more about what you started with, <laughs> which is about waiting on the Lord. Um, because I think that's a devotional message that's here um, uh, in this song and in this new record for you that you've been on this journey with the Lord and you've been on a journey, as you said, as, as a, an artist and then also as a wife. Um, and I think there's a lot of ministry you can pass on in that regard. So as I'm sharing about that, what would you want me to say about things you feel like the Lord's been teaching you and your husband these last couple of years that you'd like me to kind of introduce to them in writing about this song? Yeah, I love that so much because I think that you're so dead on. Um, I, Because God really is the perfect father and he's not trying to withhold things from us, but he's trying to mm-hmm. protect us. Mm-hmm. I think that he cares so much more about us and the state of our hearts than he does about just throwing us out there. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading a book by Banning Lipshear mm-hmm. um, yeah. called Rooted. Okay, yep. It's totally up your alley. You would love it. It would really minister to you. And it really goes along with what we're talking about. It goes back to hope deferred makes the heart sick. Um, um, but, uh, I'm, and I'm missing the best part. It's, but something is a spring of life. Let me look that up really quick. Yeah. I've heard of the book. I definitely will read it for sure. Um, oh, okay. Proverbs 13, 12. He's, he's, um, he's Jesus culture, correct? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I got it, rooted. Yep, I'm pulling it up. Okay, party. Um, but yeah, this scripture, Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Um, I think the question, and I just taught this to a, a team that um, are going to school for like leading worship yesterday. Um, I think that the, the, the thing that the Lord is so gracious to help me with is what is the longing Hmm. and are you getting your identity in being a child of God or being a product Hmm. and that fill in the blank regardless of what you do you're either aware that you're an orphan or you're aware that you're a child of God and you will live from that place whether you know it or not and so in this season, I think that's the biggest thing that the Lord's been teaching us, that that we are rock solid on the foundation of not being gift focused, but being giver focused and enjoying the presence of God, not for, not even for good reasons of God, we want to see people saved and healed and set free and delivered. We want to add to the kingdom. All of that is so awesome, but it is still destructive if 
you are focusing on those things more than you are enjoying being a child of God. And it was crazy. I went to the Belonging uh, Co. in Nashville, that church, um, uh, and some people from Planet Shakers or the pastors, uh, and, and it was remarkable. And the night that I was there, God was so sweet to me. Darlene Check was actually the guest speaker. Uh, and, she, and she publicly talked about how she had privately fought, fought the battle of cancer. Yeah. And she said, I have grown up with the knowledge of knowing I'm a child of God and that healing is available and all of these things. And she said, but what I did not do on a consistent basis, I would get into my prayer time. I would love the Lord and enjoy his presence. And I would talk to him and tell him those things all day long. She said, but I was not nearly enough letting him just talk to me. And she said, the verse that the Lord told me in this process, she said, I'm completely healed and whole now on the other side of it. She said, but he said, be still and know that I'm God because the only time you can fully get your heart, your mind, even your body rejuvenated, healed, made whole, especially in today's stress epidemic is when you get into the presence of God, just enjoy being a child and you let him wash you with the water of the word and renew your youth and redeem your heart and you know, you trade your thoughts for his thoughts. And then you come out of that place and you live from that place and you work from that place and you market from that place. And you know what I mean? But if it is the oh. other way around, especially as a child of God, I just believe that it's a, for me, that has been destructive. Mm, awesome. Uh, yeah, I will be totally reading this book. Um, I'm reading a little summary of it from his website and I love this part, um, and I think this is you. This is your story. Uh, whatever your age or season of life, it takes immense courage to slow down enough to let God grow a root system in your life so that you can bear fruit that remains. Yeah. You are where you are because God has planted you there. Discover what it looks like to embrace this process so you can do what he has called you to, change the world. And, you know, I've been following you on social media and stuff. So it's sort of like, sort of like, you know, we haven't been talking, but I've been kind of paying attention to what you've been doing. Um, and hopefully you've seen a few of my devotionals and stuff over the last couple of years. Um, Sorry. What I love is you're right. Uh, um, we all need to be still. And well, Darlene's right. God's right, ultimately. Um, and we need to be rooted. Uh, and we need to know what, what we're rooted um, what that means, right? So, like, there's a reason Psalm 1 is the first psalm, um, because it's all about our roots. And, okay. and, and it's all about understanding where God wants us to find our foundation. And that, like you said, so often we focus on maybe the fruit or the, uh, the gifts, and, and we really need to focus on the giver. And, yeah. and what made David a man after God's own heart was he always understood the source of good. <laughs> uh, and really every time he made mistakes, it was because he was relying on himself. And, yeah. and I, yeah, I love 
this idea of holy um, pursuing Jesus. And I'm about to see, I'm about to go to the outcry tour. Um, so I'm, a prob- I'm about to um, worship with um, Jesus culture and, and all of that. And I totally see you in that setting. I, and I think that's awesome. Like, I think that's your heartbeat. And, um, and I, and I love the story of the song, you know, and, and what I've already read that you shared. And I do feel like, as I mentioned, there's almost like a sequel to talking about blameless, you know, in many ways. And I, and I know, um, in the past we've talked about how, uh, Ephesians and about how God does immeasurably, uh, more than we can think or imagine has really been your life first, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of been uh, Ephesians three twenty? Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like that's here too, right? Because him doing more than we can think or imagine uh, is taking um, uh, us as his broken vessel and rising us from those ashes. So he rose from the ashes and he wants us to die to ourselves so that we can truly live in him. And I feel like, I feel like that's been a consistency. That's one of the things too I've loved about all the different songs you've, we've talked about over the years as well. They've been about identity uh, and they've been about having our identity not be based on the world, but be based on how Jesus sees us. And yeah, I feel like that's once again what we're talking about, except this song is very much focused on Jesus. Like there's very little focus. There's no I statement in this entire song. I actually have all the words here in front of me. And there's not a Hmm. single mention about ourselves, which is awesome. Hmm. Like this is completely focused on him. That's good. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm definitely like a lyric studier, and I always notice certain things and trends. Like, I obviously, you can pick up on verse one, how it ends, and verse two, and how it ends. But I think it's a tribute to you as a team that your hearts were knit with with praising what God has done and not yeah. have it be focused on ourselves. And that's really what this is. The song is about his story, you know, and Resurrection Day is is his gift to us so that we can rise from the ashes and know, well, and, you know, do what your life first is. Um, <laughs> uh, since he can do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, um, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. And okay. so once once we know that, then we start to figure out what is that he gifted us for. And that seems to be really what you're inviting us into in the song. Uh, and then each of us get to pray and allow, be still and know he's God so that um, we can have life and life more abundantly. The John 10, 10 verse that you, you share with us. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to, Add another Bible study into the mix here, um, along with the with the others. And uh, it sounds like you and I will be on our on our way to having ten of these before too long. Uh, which, by the way, puts you in a really great spot because I've only done double digit number of these with like 
five other artists. So that's exciting. So that's so exciting. And I and I yeah. want you to know, I want you to know yeah. that um, I definitely not just for flattery's sake, but you really know how to do this as a ministry and. Obviously, it's been such a blessing to me in the past, but I think a lot of times, and I know you get this, it can be frustrating when your heart is not fully captured because, again, you know, you're responsible for that. And those are, uh, you know, I, I mean, his yoga's easy, burden is light, but that stuff is weighty, you know. So I just, yeah. I love the way that you do this. It's totally different than I feel like other people do it and approach it and so it's always like it's one of my favorite things that I look forward to because I just really I love the way that you do it because your heart for ministry and your lens and filter of the finished work of Christ is so evident so I believe that we would be able Mm. to minister to more people together than apart you know what I mean Mm. well thank you for that I appreciate that and 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 same to you um from the first time I heard your your, uh, uh, you got my attention record. Um, I knew there was something anointed there and I could hear a passion that was clearly also born out of waiting on the Lord. Um, I knew that record didn't just happen. That was you. Um, yeah, you revealing yourself to us. Um, and that takes courage that takes vulnerability. And, and I think you're taking that next step of that. And you did need to, in fact, wait on the Lord to, to identify what that next step is, right? Because it's not a marketing thing. It's, it's a ministry. And so thank you for being a ministry partner with me. Um, you're one of my favorites as well. Yes, sir. Totally. Awesome. Well, hey, great to chat as always. I um, always have a full schedule, but I will be making room for you in the next few weeks uh, to get this up. We already did put a news release on our site um, about the track. And yes. Follow, I will follow that up with a full-blown behind-the-song devotional in a couple weeks. So Party. I think actually, I think the, the God, God seems to be saying to me, post it right after Easter. So I think that would be perfect. Well, I would love that. And um, when Jonathan texted me last night, uh, mm-hmm. that he, you know, was able to, like, get it on new release or whatever. I was like, oh, my gosh, tell Kevin I said thank you. And uh, um, and so I really appreciate that, you know, that was last minute and that was such a blessing to us. And we've, you know, just been believing that the Lord's going to do what only he can yeah. do with the song. So thank you for being a part of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I've actually gotten to meet um, Jonathan in person. We hung out at Creation Northeast three four years ago and it was fun because we were just like talking music watching um um a few artists together and just living life together so i guess maybe that's what's different about me i could you're not the only person who says that about me um i think i'm maybe just more um myself and i think maybe too too many other people play roles too often and it's like what's the point so Anyway, I like that about you, too. I always can tell it's just it's you being you. And that means a lot to me as well. Well, thank you, sir. You are awesome, and I appreciate it once again. Oh, uh, for sure. Well, hey, welcome back, and uh, let's, let's not be strangers. Okay, awesome. Awesome. All right, all the best, and God bless. So we talk again. Okay, sir. Talk to you soon.
All right, take care. Bye-bye. Okay.